You may have played poker, but playing poker in Texas is a different animal. This is the Texas Poker Podcast with Tyler and Clint. Hello, this is the Texas Poker Podcast. I'm Tyler. This is Clint. What's up, y'all? And we are back with episode 91. Episode 91. So we got a couple sessions from uh, the private game that we uh, ended up going over. So that was kind of good. Like I say, we've been kind of busy through the last couple, the last week. You've been sick, so we didn't. You didn't get that many sessions in. I've had a broke down car, so <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's been a light on poker. I mean, I'll tell you what, we'll stop your pokers if if any room has to be walking distance from the house. Yeah, that'll yeah. slow you down. That's uh, the nature of having. Oh God. But we have gotten a couple, we've got these, uh, I didn't get these poker sessions in, so that's good. I mean, yeah, so you want to talk about a reason for a late release. I'm at home sick, Clint can't go anywhere, he has no car. (laughs) But we got to prioritize this podcast for sure. I mean, most definitely, man, it is, we are grinding on this podcast right now. Yeah. It's, uh, so it was, uh. But last I, week was good. We had an interesting session here, at least. It was super interesting. I uh, guess. Did you have an interesting hand first in the session, or was it, or was it me? Who do you think? What, want me to start with my first hand? I mean, I will say this. Go, you start with whatever you want, because I had the worst hangover Friday ever. <laughs> so, literally, it was interesting, but as far as poker goes, I'll tell you what. They're not a lot of... Not a lot of remembrance over here. I remember two hands from that session, which are two pretty big hands, but you definitely start with whatever the hell you could remember. <laughs> All right. So we went to the private game, and we ended up getting there, and the game was already going in full. So they started a new table. New table starts, and two aggressive players um, come and sit down. You can already tell. You know, they're already three betting quite a bit. Um, the first big hand I play... I end up flopping. Um, well, I guess I folded for a little bit, but my first big hand that I had was I had pocket queens that I bet um, about probably 20 pre flop, and I get three bet, which was pretty um, normal in this uh, private game. I call, and I'm not very deep here, right? So this call with the queens here is, I don't want to say pot committing me, but I only bought in for 300. Their three bets are usually pretty small here, like way smaller than they probably should be. Like, oh, I, there's I, a lot of people that min raise three. I was bet. about to say it wasn't min. I didn't even didn't even say the three bet size. Yeah, it was to just sixty dollars. Yeah, that sounds about. That sounds very normal for this game. I will say. So I call the flop comes all low, disconnected cards nine high. I'm like, well, okay. I check. He bets again, like fifty dollars. I just go all in. He snap calls with ace 10 offsuit. Okay. And I was like, wait, does he have a straight draw or straight or with the 10? I was what? And then I'm like, wait, I'm just fading just an ace. And then the board runs out and I'm good. And I was like, that was a really weird, weird. I remember, look, I don't, like I say, I don't remember a lot of the hands, but I do remember looking at like what he called with and just being just thrown on like how that got there with, uh, is a weird three, kind of a weird three bet with that hand for that place, and then also, I mean, you got nothing. Uh, 
like I say, I think you give off a tendency that you like to bully people, and I think people just like sometimes, which I mean, you're a nice guy at the table. I don't know how this happens, but I, I think just he was kind of defending because it was you. I don't know. It was such a weird play. I took it as the opposite. I didn't take it as him defending versus me. I thought that he, him and his friend were three-betting a lot just to... I thought they were trying to bully the table. That's also possible. I mean, seems like it. That's how I took it. When checked who they were betting and when bet, they were three-betting. So I took it as him and his friend who came and sat down were just playing very aggressive. I didn't think it was even towards me particular. I thought it was just the, toward the table. That makes a lot of sense. So... <laughs> On the flop, did you check to him? Yeah, he just bet, but he bet smaller. He bet fifty. Well, do you think that maybe like you probably didn't have a ton behind that may when you when you went all in? Was it just he was so roped into the pot? I've kind of done this with Ace King, where I'm like, you know, like now I'm I like I don't love it, but I mean I got twenty five percent to hit you know an over uh, a top pair here. And you know, sometimes I'm get the odds you're getting are just too good. Was it some? Do you think it could have been something like that? I mean, I guess so. He made it sixty. He bet fifty, so he's in for one ten. I only I started the hand with three hundred, probably. I think well, it's a fold, right? So sixty, sixty. You have one twenty, and then he bets fifty, and then I go all in for how much? Um, what would it be? So it'd be like. What did we just say? So it'd be um, two forty. Oh no, he has a fold here. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I, like I've been in similar situations, but I thought where someone might go all in for like a hundred twenty-five, and you're like, "Well, I hate this," but I'm, it's now seventy-five dollars to you know win two twenty two twenty-five two fifty, and you know sometimes I'll hit an ace or ten here. So I I was thinking maybe something like that, but no, you you just have way too much behind that, for that. Yeah, that was kind of my thought. I was like, I could see your the the mindset, but I thought I had too much money at the time. Yeah, agreed. Um, then I played another hand, which was very similar. Where I just flopped top pair, um, and he bet, bets all the way down. I just hero called all the way down, and I had king ten, and he couldn't beat it. Which was very weird, right? So definitely playing aggressive, playing for pots, right? Right. I guess that's kind of more of what I'm trying to kind of set the tone for this, for um, the big hand that we end up playing versus each other. Right. Um, and then I end up moving tables. Wait, before you go into that, because we had our hand where we oh, ended up together. Gotcha. So let's go over that one since that's before you move tables. Gotcha. Okay. Uh. So okay, I'm we're, I'm gonna try to piece this together on a. So I believe did you raise preflop? Yeah, at Ace Jack suited, I believe. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, you raised like fifteen. Mm-hmm. I call with Ace Four of Diamonds. Mm, I made it twenty. I was making every bet there twenty. Okay, I, was, I call with Ace Four of Diamonds. Comes back around and someone three bets. Not someone, the same guy we've been talking about. Same guy. <laughs> And I believe he three bet very small to like fifty, like fifty or forty. Um, yeah, fifty or sounds right. Uh, once you call, uh, I'm getting thirty to now win a hundred and thirty with a suited ace of diamonds. I just go ahead and make the call. Uh, pr- fairly speculative, but I feel like I'm getting pretty good odds and with decent stack sizes. Uh, what was the flop? I think you remember it better since you actually hit. Um, it was Jack High with. Uh... Two low cards. Okay. But there was a flush draw and a straight draw. 
Okay, so I have two diamonds, and I flop the flush draw, and you flop ace-jack, top-top. Top, top, yeah. top. Uh, I, knowing how we play, we, bo- we both must have checked to him, right? Um, I believe he was out of position. He bet into us. Okay, so he bets, I think we said 75. 75. Yeah, definitely bet 75. You call, and I call. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I thought of raising here. I think I might have had the gutter to go with it now that I'm thinking about it. The gutter and the overcard. For whatever reason, I just make the call. I didn't think you had the gutter. I think the call. Uh now that I think about it, I think I I think I did. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Uh whatever I did think of raising here. Uh but when I thought about raising, I would typically raise if it's just like one person. But Getting trying to get two people off of a hand is a little more difficult. I didn't know how strong you were, and I didn't know how strong he was. So I, it's, if I get re-raised, then I'm now I'm in a horrible spot, and I'm probably just I'll probably actually have to get it all in with just n- not looking that great. Uh, I mean, uh, so I end up making the call uh, on the turn. I think we said he checked, right? No, he definitely checked. It was a brick. Um, I bet it was either, I bet 125. I tried to bet like 155 and did not grab the right amount of chips. Oh, do, did you? Yeah, I do remember that. Well, yeah, I, whenever I was after the hand, I was kind of mumbling that I should have bet more. Like I tried to bet more, Uh huh. but no one wants to hear that. So, I mean, mentally yeah. I was making that note, but I was trying to bet more. So I bet 125. So you bet 125 and, uh. Was he 75, 150, 225, and then probably one? Yeah, you did bet small here, actually, now that I'm looking at it. Yeah, I'm so probably. used to having green chips that the red chips threw me off. I did not grab the right amount of chips. So 125 into what I'm getting at about is about 375. Yeah. Is a. Uh, so I, I end up Eve is obviously making the call here. I've t- I've an overcard to the board with a nut flush draw. I make the call and he also makes the call. The river binks the nut flush for me. Uh, and better he leads out for seventy five. And then like what was your thought process here? I mean seventy five into a million. I just called for someone just bluffing all night so far. Yeah, when you have top top here and like you say is so if. He bets 75, I fold, and then he turns over like Queen Jack or something for an overplayed top pair. You just are going to kick yourself. Uh, you call, and then I go all in with the nuts. Only for like 200 more, really less. But yeah, about 200-ish more. And he snap folds, and then I was like, well, this is obviously terrible. I fold. Which, obviously, you your call of 75 was good, because if he's snap folding there for that, he does not, never has ace jack beat, I don't think. Oh, for sure he was bluffing, but, so. I mean, that's the nature of bluffing all night. You're bluffing often. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, solid reasoning. It's a, uh, so, that was a pretty decent-sized pop for me, and then I know, like, after that, you ended up going to the t- uh, the other table pretty soon after. Yeah, so then I added on, and then I went to the other table almost immediately, and I was playing very tight that game, uh, that night. This was probably the loosest hand I played right here was I had queen 10 suited on the button. And um, I f- I'm a very deep table. Someone makes it like 15, which 
off, which the first thing to me I thought was weird moving to the new table that's way deeper is that the opening is way smaller. I thought that was a little weird. Uh, I mean, my normal opens 10 there, and I'm, it's not that, I don't know, like a lot of people open to 10, 15. Uh, and I mean, well, depending on when, like as long as the straddle's not going on that hand, that doesn't seem that strange for that game, right? Uh, the, what Arte was making it 20 every time just because those guys were playing back so hard. Uh, I think it's fine. I think that's an exploited, exploitative play you can make at those because I think people are going to call with a lot worse. But I don't find it that way. I mean, and I was playing so tight. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, I don't know. So, they made it 15. I only call. We see this like six ways or something ridiculous, right? Okay. I flop a gunner with a jack to the nut straight. But there's a front door flush draw out there. You see, and you have you have queen ten of diamonds. You flop a gutter with the nut straw with the yep. to the nut straight. Okay, so so I mean, you basically flop nothing here, right? I mean, with a six way pot, I'm not thinking a gutter is gonna I'm gonna do much with it, right? <laughs> Correct. Okay, so it um it checks back to me. I check. I'm like, I need an offsuit jack here. Right. Jack of hearts comes. Man, that is freaking beautiful. Right. So, checks me again. I size up to 70. Everybody calls. So, now this is a huge pot. Yeah. How much was the pot when you sized to 70? Um, 15 and 6 people called, right? Okay, 75. So, you bet. Um, yeah. Just under pot. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Wait, 75, 90. So, you bet. Okay, so the pot is 90 and you bet 70. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Everybody calls. Okay. I'm like, I mean, if this just holds, I mean, yeah, 100%. like this, this is this is the hand I need because I was almost back to even at that point. Okay. Um, the front door flush comes in. The super splashy player just donks in a small amount into me, and I was just like, wow, just fold. How small was it? I mean, I'm sure it was small, regard with a pot, but not like a small bet, right? Um, no, it was, everything was, I mean, it was like 120. Yeah. So, I mean, it was still sizable, but just not for that pot. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, when six people call, I mean, somebody's got to have something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't like, this is the weird thing. I was like, I don't even know what cards I'm hoping for. I need it not to pair. I need the flush not to come in. That's about it. But I mean, it seems like I'm fading so much. Okay. It checks through on the flop though, right? Yeah. I have to call this sometime. I mean, like, okay, because certain players w uh, like are going to bet the flush draw. But, I mean, then most players would check and flow. Even bad players, for the most part, usually understand to check and flow to you. So if you once the turn comes, you bet. And they... I don't know. This is such a weird... I mean, like, it's so weird to get so many calls out of something that's played this way where it checked all the way through on the flop. You're on the button. It checks all the way on to, to you on the turn. And then it's... And then you bet almost pot and get five calls. That is a very strange hand. It is. Um, whenever he mucked, I could see he at least had the queen of spades. I mean, okay, yeah, I mean... I'm sure, like, it's like, well, when these low-limit games, I mean, some, I mean, when they bet, they just, uh, most of the time, are going to have it. Well, I mean, he, I think he was trying to show me his hand, but only showed me one card. 
Yeah. I assume that he was trying to show me that he had it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it seems like a good fold. It's just such a weird, it's such a weirdly played hand where it would check all the way through on the flop. You hit the nuts on the turn, check all the way through, and then literally everybody calls a pot-sized bet almost. Oh, I mean, I was very surprised in the moment. I was like, this is about to be gigantic for me if, like, the deuce of hearts comes. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, but a lot of hands do play unconventional at this game, so. Um, so then the next big hand that happens, I have ace-jack again. Talk about ace-jack, just, I mean, just basically being all about this session for me, it seemed like. That same aggressive player who I had uh, tangled with earlier has now moved over to the table. I've fallen on hard times and back down to basically a starting stack instead of breaking even on two bullets. Okay. Um, I have ace-jack. He actually raised. I only called with ace-jack. I had ace-jack offsuit. Okay. Um, I think two other people called. He made it like 15 he made it 20. He was always making it 20. I like so this call. I call. We see it four ways, I believe. Um, the flop comes jack four nine, I believe. Um, That's a beautiful flop. I mean, no real two pairs, no real straights. <laughs> I have the ace of... Uh, there was a flush draw. Sorry if I did not say it. I had the ace of hearts, which I could have hit runner, runner, flush draw. Like I had the, you know, so that was, um, I bet, sorry, sorry. I checked him. He bets pretty big. I raise him and then he, he puts me all in, which at this point is not that much more. Right. I snap call. Um, this time he has a set of fours. (laughs) The runner runner flush does not come in. Yeah, it was, I mean, I don't know. That's a hand that I think is just was going to play itself no matter what. I think with those stack sizes and this game, a top top is just, you're not, uh, like you're never getting away with, get away from it on there. Let's say you even don't raise them on the flop and you call. I mean, with the stack sizes that are behind, I think it's just, it's just gets all in on the turn anyways. Oh, well, 100% with that exact player too, because he's betting gigantic every time. Yeah. So it's uh yeah that was just I think that was just kind of a cooler hand on with that particular player and that particular flop it just is what it is. Yeah, well, because I was thinking in the moment that I don't like raising whenever I can only be called by um, better. Yeah, but in hindsight, when I was thinking about it, he had called with worse a ton earlier that night, so I didn't hate the move as much as I did initially whenever it happened. I mean, I feel like you're always biased whenever you lose all your money that you're going to be annoyed. Like, I always feel like I could have done something better. Not always, yeah. but, you know, you start to kind of think that. But then afterward, you, before um, things got loose with you, you had told me that you thought that was how that hand was going to play itself out. I Well, I mean, I will say I like just the call. But that being said, I mean, it's still, like, it's one of those hands that it doesn't matter. I mean, like, I like the call in general on there. But with y'all stack sizes, I mean, it changes literally nothing. Well, I guess whenever in the moment I felt like it was a gigantic punt and you were like, oh, no, you didn't mind it that much. I was like, okay, well, at least that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, it's because, I mean, I mean, even if you just call there, I mean, the I mean, once the turn comes, I mean, you're not folding. I mean, with top top against a very aggressive player. 
it's so funny how uh, results-oriented, how easy it is to be results-oriented in these hands. Oh, 100%. I mean, because if he just had a flush draw there, and I just, right here, I'm telling you guys how awesome I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm just soul reading in these private one-two games. Oh, 100%. (laughs) I I agree with that. But, uh, yes, that was not great for me, so... So I guess that's the hand you busted out on, and when I and, yeah, that okay. was it for me. Uh, so I don't let's say don't Sorry. remember much of this uh, session. I don't always I don't drink that much during my sessions, but every now and then I uh, will have a tip a few back. This is one of them nights. Uh, but I do remember this hand because one of the bigger pots I've played in a long time. Uh, I'm up quite a bit. And one of the, the guy to my left, one of the heavy action players who kind of drives the game is like, let's do a $25 bomb pot. I mean, which is so big for one, two game. <laughs> I mean, gigantic. Cause but, I was thinking, how did this pot even come about? And then you told me over 20, I'm like, I don't even know if I want to play a $25 bomb pot. Uh, I mean, it's, but I mean, like he is an action player. He kind of like. I'm never saying no to the gamble with this guy as long as, you know, it's a break-even, which a bomb pot, you know, should, like, I think feel like I have an edge after flop. But I'm like, if I as long as I'm up, you know, enough or all that, I'm like, that's fine. So we do, and everybody does it, the entire table. I, I don't know how he gets everybody to agree because sometimes you say a $5 bomb pot and one or two people don't want to do it. I'll do this $25 bomb pot. That's the kind of action this guy brings. Yeah. Uh, I have, I get dealt, it's Omaha Bomb Pot. I know these are always hard to follow on a podcast, but I have a suited ace of clubs, uh, ace nine of clubs, which is going to be the two, uh, the, the cards that matter here. I flop ace nine on top and I'm like, and I'm kind of happy, but I'm kind of like, this is a hand that could just fuck me so hard. I mean, I was like, God, I was like, well, the bottom comes, and I flop the nut flush. So I'm like, well, this is where we go. Uh, it, I bleed out. It goes, I'm trying to think if we got it all in. No, you know what? We like it's a, Someone bets. There's a call call. I bet more. Yes. Another person calls. I mean, it just it goes crazy. Uh, and then on the turn, it's a fairly safe card for me. I still have the nuts on the bottom, and I go all in, and everybody calls. And it's a just a gigantic pot. It's a uh, the guy next to me on the right is has a has flopped a set of kings. Uh, on the bottom. So any board pair on the bottom, and it's done. And I only have two pair up top. So I'm a little nervous. I mean, and now I'm all in for, you know, I'm probably all in for, you know, probably 650, 700, 650, 700. Yeah, at least. Uh, and I don't know what the other guy has that was all in for all of it. But it comes, it rivers a nine up top. And he starts screaming that he won. I'm like, I don't know what you have, but not great for you. For you, and then it comes a blank on the 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 uh the bottom 
where my ace high flush is still the nuts. I guess you could have pocket aces, right? That would have win. But the one combination of pocket aces. Because uh, he'd have aces full of nines and you'd have nines full of aces. Yeah, he could have. He that could have be, that. Yeah. Contact, but he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. He <laughs> has ace nine. He shows ace nine. And I'm like, well, you're getting quartered, man. And I end up taking in 75% of this gigantic pot. God. That, man, talk about setting the tone of the night. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was definitely, I mean, it was just, just insane. So it was a, that was a hell of a, hell of a hand. So it was, ended up being a great session for me. Uh, so I think it was, I was up like maybe three or four buy-ins. Yeah. So it was a, that was a really, a really good one. Uh, I guess now we'll go to, whatchamacallit, the, uh, next one. I say tonight session. I mean, yeah. I busted out. I have nothing else to tell. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> say, unless you have something else you want to talk about, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, so how's life going for you, man? Bad. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, Tyler, Tyler's like, you know how the poker's been going? Just like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, say I'm poor and broke. Okay, this, this session gets very interesting very quickly. Uh, I'm in there for probably seven hands. Uh, I end up with pocket sixes and I raise to 15 and I get called five ways. The, no, it's a raise to 15. I remember I actually, I I called this, uh, raise to 15. I call five ways to the flop. The flop is six, three deuce giving me top set. The preflop raiser, who's kind of a young, aggressive guy, makes it 25, which is obviously a pretty small pot bet into this pot. But I'm like, I don't really want to lose anybody here. I'm not. There was no flush draw. I'm not really scared of much. Uh, I just call the 25 to try to kind of inflate the pot, and I'm like, well, I can hammer any de- any decently safe cards on the turn, which damn near all of them are. Uh. I call, and then a player makes it 115 behind me. Comes back around to the preflop raiser. He calls the 115. So, I mean, this is an easy jam, right? 100%. I mean, so, no-brainer. Yeah, so, I mean, at this point, you know, everybody's too kind of too stuck in with what I'm about, have behind, which is probably like a three 300 about. Uh, I just go all in. The player who made it 115 kind of tanks for a little bit and then calls. And then the other guy calls. The guy who tanked actually had 4-5 for the flop nuts. Do you think he was thinking about rejamming? Did the other guy, did he cover the other guy? He covered the other, my bet covered the other guy. Oh, that's a weird tank. Yeah, it was a super weird tank there. Uh, so I don't know. I didn't know what to make out of that, but I wasn't wasn't psyched to hear it. But uh, I was psyched to see the turn in river come ten ten. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would definitely do it. <laughs> so that was a gigantic pot right from the start. Uh, I then kind of dodged some tricky spots with that same guy. I got into a lot of tricky spots. Uh, I had I flopped the nut flush draw. And he ended up betting very big on the turn, and I had to fold it, just not getting the right odds. 
Uh, That's always good. Whenever you have that discipline, I mean, even if it does or doesn't come, doesn't matter. I mean, this is really based on the odds the whole time. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I paid a, I paid a dollar to see it. It wouldn't have come just to see, I mean, but I mean, it, it ceases nice. to matter. It ceases to matter. But <laughs> say, talk about taking my argument right out. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, but it was a good fold this time. <laughs> So, like, for everyone else who plays poker, I did run the river out, and I would have missed. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Good fold. Uh, the uh, so I end up I, I end up having to fold the nut flush draw, just not getting the right odds to call on the turn. Uh, he just didn't. He bet fairly big and didn't have that much behind. And you know, I had nine. I mean, I only have nine outs in with the aces there. To, like 12 outs. I mean, I'm only going to hit one out of four times. And, and that's if the ace is good. Yeah. Uh, and then he had two pair. He ended up having a, he showed two pair there. So it was, I was actually drawing pretty thin. Yeah. So the ace was no good. Yeah. So if I, cl- yeah, if I, the ace was no good. And then if a club comes that, that hits one of his two pair, I mean, then I'm just getting, he's getting the rest of whatever he's got left. That I have. Uh, Say, which that's the best part about if you call with bad odds, not that much. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he didn't have that much behind, but he would have got he would got whatever that is. Uh, so I end up getting a tricky spot. I raised pretty big with pocket aces. How tricky can it get? Uh, pretty tricky. The uh, like five people call. <laughs> it, uh, what do you call raising pretty big? Then how are you getting called by five people when you raise pretty big? I raised well. I it wasn't that big. I raised a fifteen. Yeah. Okay. That's why. I mean, <laughs> I mean, say you raised pretty small. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was kind of early, and there was no limps or anything. I you, whatever. Yeah, I get you. Uh, <laughs> so it you was limped, uh, right. So it's like the entire table calls. It comes like a horrible. I think it was like six. No, it was like it's because uh oh yeah it was six eight nine. I mean with you, two I mean, with a flush draw. You're not even c betting, right? I did c bet. I, I was mean, like, I was like, well, I, some of these there's some top pairs and stuff like that. I did c bet small. I c bet like third pot. Uh, one person calls. The turn is like a five, bringing a, any seven makes a straight. Any, uh, any, like any seven, there's shitloads of two pairs. So I check, he bets big. I, I fold face up. I'm like, well, this, there's no way is good. And he seemed pretty distraught that I folded, uh, asking me how I could fold that. I mean, super easy. Should have been, I mean, <laughs> he somehow made the maximum with you C betting for some reason. <laughs> well, okay. I kind of like the C bet though. Because, okay, aces are going to be good here sometimes, right? So you must have had an uneven stacks. You wanted even stacks. <laughs> no chance you get the money back, but you get even stacks. Uh, stuff like that bothers me, man. <laughs> uh, so I, you are going to be so good. It, but, like, if I check here, it checks around. And then someone bets the turn. I kind of have to call, right? Because, I mean, now it just looks like you miss. Someone could easily be betting with top pair or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like you're gonna be no good here so often. Oh, I do agree. I mean, like like I say, it's a horrible flop for me. But I mean, I also do feel like 
Like, I feel like the C-bet, like, which is, was a small C-bet, kind of actually does make them play a little more honest on this. Because I mean, if it checks the turn, if I, if I check the flop, it checks the turn, then he bets the turn. He could have, like, top pair, like, top pair, or just top pair, right? I guess. I mean, normally when it's this multi-way, it seems like someone's going to have pretty oh, yeah. good hand at some point. Oh, I mean, 100%. But I was... Yeah, like I say, I didn't mind the C bet, but I mean, how much it, did you bet? It wasn't big. It was, I think it was like, yeah, it was twenty five because I bet twenty five into a pot of seventy five. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's fine, but I don't know. I just feel like so often you're just, I mean, as you know, you're, that's why you bet so small. I guess obviously you're gonna lose that one a ton. Yeah, I mean, a hundred percent. Yeah, anytime you see it six way or seven ways, it's gonna just yeah. Oh yeah, it was a uh, so yeah, like I say, not a hard fold, but it was a uh, yeah, like I say, very, just a very kind of tricky situation with aces, like getting multi-way with a very wet connected flop. Uh, it doesn't sound tricky. It sounds just crummy. That's <laughs> so true. It's really not that tricky. Just a, <laughs> a crummy flop. I mean, because if you're if you're, st- I mean, that's one of the things. Like if you're gonna stack off with over pairs on like boards and multi-way pots like that. Then so, you're just oh, you're just gonna be losing a crap load. So if you do that, I'm gonna unplug your mic for these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Which you should. Uh so then I get back to let me see those But I mean to be clear though, I mean if this is a heads up pot, um uh, we're you know, you're battling, you know. So, oh you know, this is a whole different thing. But I'm saying when it's seven ways and all that you're often going to be losing here. That's... I think in a heads-up pot, I very much play the same here, though. Yeah, true. But, I mean, I wouldn't have the same reaction. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Yeah, yeah I, I do definitely agree there. Uh, so, this same guy who I... Who both... This is the same guy that I hit the the Eternan River on, and I got into both hands with this with the nut flush draw and the pocket aces. Uh, it's all been the same guy. Well, he starts three-betting me a ton. He doesn't three bet that much, uh, so I didn't really know what to make of it. But he kept three betting me at really good times, like when I was opening like ten seven in late position, like ten seven suited. Uh, I had king queen nine suited, king nine suited, just all hands that are playable in late position, but don't do well against three bets. Uh, so I'm kind of deciding what I'm gonna do on this, which obviously I kind of need to tighten up and play hands that can withstand a three bet. Uh, so it's a straddle pot. I have pocket sixes again. It's a, uh, so it, it limps to me. There's like probably three or four limpers. I'm like, well, if I raise here, then he's, he was actually on the straddle. Then, I mean, it's going to get to like a 75 to a hundred. And if I don't, I mean, it's going to be pretty shitty for pocket sixes. I just call thinking, like, well, if I call and he raises big, I can probably justify a call if there's multiple callers. Uh, so, the, I, uh, it, which is exactly what happens. He, he raises to 25, and I call four to the flop. I'm in the latest position except for him. The flop is ace-3-3. Three, three. So, it checks to me. I'm like, well, the two limpers do not have a lot of big aces. A lot of those are out of the range. 
He is th- just raising and three betting a ton with everything. This sixes are going to be good here a good a good number of times. I like this logic in this hand. It's well thought out. Yeah, it's a I, I so I bet fifty, and then two call two call, and I'm like, well, that was <laughs> say, well, the logic was sweet. I'm done now. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like as minute the minute two people called, I'm like, there's not even draws here. I mean, somebody has an ace, and somebody ha- or somebody has a three. Uh, so I'm completely done with the hand, and then it turns a six, giving me sixes full of threes. Okay, we're back in it. No, I'm back in this. <laughs> so it checks to me. This guy's been firing hard just so often. I'm like, I'm just going to check it, because I think he's just betting this like 80% of the time. Uh, I check it. He raises to 115. Uh, so it, the other guy folds. It comes back to me. So, I can either go all in here. He's probably got like 150 behind. Uh, but I was like, well, if I just call here, this pot's going to be massive. And I don't think he's ever going to just, you know, fold to uh, fold to whatever I bet here. I mean, I think it's kind of a mute point at this point. I mean, I would just go all in here. Uh, I think that's more standard. Uh, I definitely think that that's probably the more standard logic. Yeah, I mean... I mean, yeah, I guess it's going to be weird because you're going to have to just donk jam, I guess, right? Yeah, I'm going to have to donk jam, but it's going to be such a, it would, it was going to be such a big pot at that point. Logic is still the same with on the turn, right? Uh, still in for the same amount. It's fair. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely can just go all in here. I Like, it's one of those things I'm not sure it matters that much, I That's, guess. Yeah. I mean, I like how everything was played beforehand. This, I don't know if it makes a difference either way. Yeah. Uh, so I just call. The river makes a backdoor flush. I just jam. He has like 150. He calls. He had a three, and I take it down. I outturned the. I outturned him on the boat. So which was good because it seemed like a player that was just. Uh, it seemed like he that hand was really burning into him. That uh, I got on the where I turned and rivered the the boat. Ten ten. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it was. So it was really nice to take that one down. It was, I mean, but I mean, you were talking about a luck box. Getting in with a set behind and getting there. And then later getting it in with, or having pocket sixes, kind of bluffing with them. And then turning to his flop trips. I mean, just sun running up up in here. Hold on, hold on. Let me. Yes, you got lucky, but, but you're never folding that set of sixes there. That oh, was 100%. Gonna, I mean, that was going to play itself. I mean, sure, he happened to flop the nuts versus you. Okay. The the semi, the, the bluff with the sixes, you know, your low equity hands like sixes there are pretty good candidates to bluff, right? Because you really don't have much equity. So if they fold, it's kind of, and then sometimes you'll hit, but that is kind of one of uh, Jonathan Little's, Kind of things that that's one of the hands that you should be bluffing with is like your crummy hands like that. Well, and I think we're using maybe the worst term. Like, it's not really a bluff because I'm actually bet. Like, I can't get really called by worse, but I'd say it's more for like protection, right? Um, I you have to tell me the flop again on that one. Ace three three, and I have pocket sixes. Yeah, no, I like the bet there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It more of protection, yes. But like that that type of hand though too is that low low equity not yeah that kind of low equity hand like that is a good candidate to bluff though too 
Yeah, it's a... Uh, so it was like... I, well, and I don't get me wrong. I don't think either were played badly. But I've, I definitely got lucky on the turning river. And the, I mean, do, if I'm going to play, play those hands a hundred times, it's probably going to be the same way. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times... Uh, I mean, obviously the set is going to be good there, top set. And then... I think pocket sixes on that exact flop with that exact action was was fine there too. But, I would say it's more. It was less of like I would consider like the lux box being like runner runner straight whenever some whenever you flop like a pair, you know something like that. This is more of like you like we were saying before, more like kind of like the sun run, just hitting the cans. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like I think they were decently played, but yeah, it was just you know because that sixes versus made straight was gonna be a cooler one way or another. Oh, 100%. I mean, so. it's a... Uh, and I think some of the players there don't really... You know, I don't think they really study poker. They just like to play poker. I mean, that's what we're banking on. Yeah, it's I a... I mean, uh, if they study, they're going to win. So. I mean, he's like, well, well, if I go on the turn, you're still calling. I'm like, well, 100%. I mean, if it's nuts versus second nuts, I'm not I'm not in the, uh, I'm not in the uh, business of folding second nuts on the flop. Yeah. Uh, so... This is kind of... I played this one kind of interesting. Uh, I have pocket nines. An active player raises to 15, three call. Same guy that you've been battling with? That guy went home? No. Uh, no, this was... He was another active player. Okay, and you're one of the callers, obviously? Mm, three call, no. I'm not one of the callers. Oh, okay. Uh, I make it $105. This again? <laughs> this again. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Uh, I'm trying to use these these uh, squeeze spots where it's just a lot of dead money. Just keep going. Okay. Uh, <laughs> play, uh, player goes all in for less. Say we can't have the same conversation every week. Yeah, <laughs> so. another player call. Uh, another player calls for less than him. Why are we squeezing these guys with no money? Uh, well, the the, <laughs> the the first player was directly in my left, so he had not actually acted yet. <laughs> So it comes back around to this other player who has, you know, I don't know what the hell he has. Like he had like 20. 40 bucks. I don't know. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. I was literally going to make the joke they had 25. <laughs> he doesn't even have double my no money. Okay. Oh, I mean, 100%. He has so little money. I didn't even realize how little money he had. I mean, who, when I, I saw him staring at a stack, like on there, and I was like, I was like, holy shit. I was like, what? And, who? I didn't even know they even allowed players to have like this little money at the table. <laughs> Who are we? Did anyone get squeezed? Who are we squeezing? Yeah, uh, two uh, two players folded. Sweet. All right, go ahead. <laughs> but now everyone's all in. That's <laughs> everybody's all in. Yeah. Uh, the flop is nine six six. I mean, whatever. <laughs> a flop of full house, and I, mean, I just it's don't understand why you're squeezing poor people. Leave them alone. <laughs> Poor people need to be squeezed. I don't know. <laughs> it's uh. How does this happen? <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, obviously you win. <laughs> obviously I win. Well, I'm liking these squeeze spots with like these hands because, you know, it's just the people are calling so wide. I mean, they should when they have twenty dollars behind. Well, okay, that one. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they should call with everything. Yeah, you're risking so little. <laughs> Okay. I mean, obviously your dog has become a huge fan of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, we're, uh, whatchamacallit. 
So we'd get that. So I'm I'm kind of cruising along here. I just am not losing anything. Uh, okay, well, this is one that I don't want to lose. Uh, ace, a player makes it 15. I have ace-king off. I make it 60. Another player to my left, not the same player, makes it 150. Uh, the preflop razor folds. The cold collar folds. I make the call. Uh, I already know you think I should be uh, uh, four-betting this. But we're pretty goddamn deep. And this, yeah. if, I mean, at this point, if I four-bet and he goes over the top. You call. I mean, the shit's just getting, like, I mean, I'm never in a good spot. Like, I mean, I might be 50-50, and every now and then I will be drawing just to me dead. Uh, I just make the call to evaluate the flop. It flops all unders. It goes check, check. The turn is a queen. I check. He makes it 100. I fold here. I mean, I think this is the easiest yeah. fold ever. I mean... <laughs> I was going to say, what's about to happen? <laughs> yeah, it's a... Uh, he claims he had queen-queen for a turn set. And then he acted like some. Then I think he acted like maybe he didn't. But uh, here's the thing: is when you four bet, there's there's very few four bet bluffs ever at these limits. So when he has it, like the only thing I could ever ha see him having is maybe ace king, and I'm calling to chop. But you know, that's just a horrible spot when at the very best uh, hand possible, he I'm calling to chop. Oh yeah, no, I mean for sure folding there. Uh. Let me see. I have ace-king with the ace of spades. Uh, someone bets. I three bet to 50. Uh, I didn't say how many players were in this hand, which... Uh, seems important. Seems right. important. I mean, talk about a miss on this note. Uh, but I three bet to 50. There were, there were a couple callers. Sure. Uh, Jack-10-4 with two spades. With two overs, a gutter, and a backdoor nut flush draw, I bet 70. Loving this. Yeah, it's a 50. So there would have been four. To, for me to bet this, I, there's probably four people playing. Uh, no, there's three. Uh, players go all in. And both have about $100. So it's $30 to me. Obviously, I'm calling. Why are you playing in such shallow games? <laughs> I mean, really, it wasn't that shallow. It just happens to be against these couple players who <laughs> were... Uh, there's a couple players who were shallow, and I ended up with tons of hands against them. It's like so I'm squeezing them, I'm three-betting them, just uh, getting it all in all the time with everyone who would... I mean... Like, ten big blinds. I'd been winning a lot. I mean, they didn't have many chips left, man. I don't know what to tell you. Uh... The uh, so I call and I river the queen for the nuts on the river, uh, so just another luck ass hand. <laughs> so let me see what's the last hand here. This is so weird. So this I've been getting very lucky. So on this one I have jack ten of clubs. I raised a ten, one call, and then the player raises to twenty two. Like I say, a lot of weird three bets in this game. Uh, obviously, I call here. I mean, I'm I'm calling my entire range for a men three bet, uh, and another player calls. The flop is 
five, six, eight with two clubs. So I flopped the flush draw with two overs. It checks. There's a check check. I bet twenty five. You. This is a pretty standard bet right here, right? No, no. I checked this sometimes. Go wait. So you got three bet, right? I got three bet. And then he checked it over to you. Yeah, he uh, it. Both players checked to me with a with a flush draw backdoor and a, with a flush draw two overs and a backdoor straight draw. I feel like this is a kind of a very almost a half to bet here. Uh, I don't know. I think I check here sometimes putting him on either higher cards than you or already made you know not made hands but maybe some pocket pairs sometimes. I don't mind taking my equity to the turn here to try to hit something. See, I'm in the opposite here. I think I have very little like I think I have a lot of equity that can but not a lot of that can be realized here. Like I like my jack high I don't think is good. Like I, all his big cards have me beat here. So if I could get like king queen to fold. You ever worried about like pocket queens in the three bet pot? Pocket Kings. I just don't think most people check their over pairs. I'm just, you know, that would be the reason why I would check that hand back, trying to... Yeah, I mean, don't... I mean, if they re-raise or something... Well, I don't think even those hands would re-raise on this flaw. I mean, that'd be a... I mean, that'd be a dicey end from, thing for them to do. Uh, I do bet 25 and both call. I turn the jack. It checks to me again. I now have top. I mean, pair. definitely betting now. I mean, if I'm this is the line I'm going, I'm betting big here too. I bet you pretty big here. I bet a hundred. Uh, so one player calls, not the three better. The river's a five, which I don't think is the worst card for me. Obviously not the club. Yeah, not the club. Uh, so it's now five, six, eight, jack, five. So now I'm actually beating like six eight two pair, which I don't know why people would have that, but it's a. Uh, I mean, the way this is played, that's not really a thing. The player leads into me for a hundred. Just an easy call. I mean, that was kind of my thought. I just don't know how. I mean, it's a hundred was kind of a small bet into the pot, and like I say, I don't know what. I mean, the way this is played is just kind of weird. I mean, I would think he's gonna have missed clubs here a lot. Uh, I call shows King five for river trips. That's disappointing. Yeah, it was disappointing. Uh, so that was one of the final hands. Uh, I won a fairly decent, I, I split a pretty decent bomb pot hand, but it was standard enough that it's not really, uh, yeah, we're not doing that at 50 minutes in the podcast. No more bomb pots for you. No, okay. Well, <laughs> no bomb pots for you. Uh, so. Let me see. I probably won about three, about two and a half buy-ins on this game. I was about to say, you want to hear our outro? Start a bomb pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so like I say, another really good session. Uh, it's just been a really good end of last year, start of this year. So, like I say, I don't know how long this upswing will last, but I'm very much enjoying it while it's going. Because I know how bad that goddamn downswing was, <laughs> so it's a uh, so like I say, hopefully uh, next week we can keep this uh, keep this up. Yeah, well, just gotta keep your four wheels rolling so you can go to these poker rooms. So that's true. Yeah, let's keep these. Let's keep that car on the road. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, this concludes the Texas Poker Podcast. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> 
that was the Texas Poker Podcast. Go ahead and rack up. Add time, and we'll see you next week.